Hi, everybody. My name is Katie, and I'm from Pennsylvania. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm from Illinois. So we decided that we were just going to chat about everything that's going on with BTS and where they came from and where they're going, and we figured we would let you guys listen to our conversation so that everybody can enjoy it. Yes. We talk about this kind of thing almost every night, and it gets pretty intense. <laughs> it really does. Because the thing is, it's like, it's crazy to think about everything that BTS has been doing lately. It's absolutely mind-boggling. And we have been talking today about Wembley Stadium. Yes, indeed. And, like, I'm so excited for the boys because, like, this is a big, big deal. So, Sarah said about... um what the differences between the Beatles and BTS were. So I'm going to let Sarah explain it again, because what she was saying totally made sense. Okay. So when you think about the music industry and you think about big record-breaking names in music, everybody thinks of the Beatles, no matter who you are. Young, old, the Beatles. And now that BTS's name is beside that name i think other generations of people and from different backgrounds at least will come together and really pay attention more when the name wembley comes to mind you think of michael jackson madonna david bowie like you think of these massive names in music and now a korean boy band sold it out twice that doesn't just happen so that doesn't just 90,000 seats per day. So if you think about it, that's 180,000 seats that they sold out. In the span of two days. And think about the economy of these countries and these places that these that BTS go to. You calculate taxis, restaurants, hotel, airfare, everything, not including tickets or anything. When BTS come, that town or that city's money just goes up. Oh, you're perfect. bringing in merchandise. You're bringing in people from all walks of life. 180,000 people are going to be flocking one specific area. And that, and to explain that, too, like I went to New Jersey and saw day two, and it was so hard to get a hotel anywhere in the vicinity of that stadium. Like MetLife, it was impossible. I had to go all the way to Newark, New Jersey, in order to stay there and then hop a train to the city and then have a bus to the stadium just to be able to get there because of how bad it was. And the normal hotel that I usually stay in, like it was $90 for one night. And it's not normally that that's on the cheap side. I was looking at hotels that did still have openings and it was like $289 for one freaking night. One yeah, night. Because it just skyrocketed. It did. And it's just amazing at like, New York City, I'm sure that that boosted their sales, like, a hundred The surge of money and activity in that city just went up. I went to Chicago day one, and, yes, it was very, very cold, but the amount of people that crowded around, every, no matter where you were, you would see a BTS fan. I took a bike taxi from Will's Tower to Portillo's, and I saw... 30, 40 people across the sidewalks and, like, streets and stuff 
wearing merchandise. Me and my friend played a BTS song, and you saw them, like, running down streets trying to figure out what that was. And it's just amazing to see how far they've come from being in L.A., begging people on the side of the sidewalk, hey, come see us, come see us. Now you have people fighting, begging, pleading, taking days off of work, school, to get nosebleed section tickets. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, <clears throat> I took time off of work. I took my daughter out of school, and we had all the way up to the top, but it was straight in the middle, but it was nosebleed section, and I was like eight seats away from the very, very top of the stadium, but it was still worth it and everything. And coming from somebody who had started my BTS career from day one to now. And there you go, Katie. <laughs> not there you go, Katie. able to see BTS because every time I tried, I either, one, didn't have the money to do it, or two, uh, you know, I got sold out of the concert tickets. I've been trying to see BTS for six years, and I finally got tickets, and I finally got to go, and I am telling you that it was absolutely worth every single second, every single dime, every single penny that I spent to get a hotel and to, to rent a car and everything else to get there, it was worth it for that three hours of just absolute pure joy from them. They it's life-changing. It really is. It really, really is. And I don't think a lot of people understand that unless you are, you know, a fan. Because uh-huh. BTS truly, truly saves the people. You can go on Twitter. You can go on Facebook. You can go on any social media and talk to somebody and they will tell you how bts saved their life and it's not just teenage girls i think the media of like several media outlets portray us as these screaming 12 year old girls and like me and katie i'm 17 i'm and katie's 32 yeah 32 years old i am married i have a child and i work a full-time job and you're over here being a k-pop fan for six years of them that like that doesn't just happen that takes something special and takes something life-changing for me i was a fan of k-pop in 2011 but became a bts fan in 2017 and i wasn't here for that long but it just goes to show you how it really can happen you really can go to their concert and you really can experience it I think everybody should. Everybody will have the opportunity, and you can do it. I didn't think I'd be able to. I was told no back in October, and me and my best friend went, and we had the time of our lives. And it's like when I was in New York City, um, and I I told Sarah this, um, and I never really put it up on Twitter, but I was walking down the street with my husband and my daughter, and this woman saw my shirt, my BTS shirt, and she came walking up and she was like hey are you going to the concert this woman i met and became a friend on twitter and she had gone to the chicago show both nights and she was going to both nights at uh metlife and she was a mom and her daughter got her into bts and she was strictly bts fan but she was like talking to me about all the things that she's done since becoming a bts fan like it really truly helps people like 
expand their mindset and expand their lives and love themselves. That's the whole point of this tour is to speak yourself now. The last one was love yourself and they taught us how to love ourselves. Now Mm -hmm. they're teaching us how to speak out. And I am sorry, and you can come at me all you want, but I would love for somebody to tell me one group or one singer that tells you that they would rather you love yourself than love them and teach you to love yourself and then teach you how to have a voice. There's not a group that's done that since I don't know when. I can't even think of one. That's how bad it is. Like they change the people's ones. I lives. love I love Beatles and I love Queen and I love I love all of them. But I can't remember a time when somebody truly did something like this. They've united a generation. They've united countries. Like pe- meeting people like me and Katie meeting together doesn't it's not we live in opposite sides of the country. Like this isn't this doesn't just happen. We met through a boy band and we have so much in common. We get along so well and then the age difference and you really see how they've brought together people and I've got friends all over the country, all over the world that I'm so close with because we bonded over one specific thing. And you know That does not just happen. And no, it doesn't. And you know, it's not always necessarily about and and, and so I'm going to kind of go off topic here and but it's it's not necessarily always just BTS. It's K-pop in general. Like if you really you think go. about it, like I have a friend that I met, she lives in the UK. I met her not even through BTS. I met her through being a fan of XO. There you go. She's an XO. She loves XO. She loves BTS as well. But she's a multi-fan just like I am. But the thing is, is I met her through... Actually, I met her through the Amino app. Um, mm-hmm. Sarah, I don't think you know what that is. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. So oh, I nice. met her through the Happy. Amino app. And we became friends. And I've been friends with her for four and a half years. And... She's going to Wembley tomorrow, day one. She gets to experience BTS in live. And, you know, it's just, it, I find it so funny because K-pop in general just unites people. BTS it does. just makes it go even further. Because there you go. we have so many things that we do to make everybody feel close. Um, perfect mm-hmm. example is recently, I'm sure everybody's seen it on Twitter, and I can't remember her name, so if you want to look it up for me, Sarah, while I'm talking about it, um, okay. they created the army bracelet. Yes. And it is a simple bracelet that is made out of thread and knots. And it is just to signify that armies are connected. They're connected with the boys, they're connected with each other, and that we should not be afraid to say, hey, we're an army, so when we go to the store or we go to a different state or whatever and we uh-huh. see that somebody has that bracelet, we know that we're family. We are. Did you find the name? I'm your family. Did you find the name, Sarah? Um, She's got her Twitter, but she doesn't have a name out. 
Okay, I know, I believe the Twitter is called at Army Bracelet, right? It is, yes, but okay, there's so no... Everybody go look at that. It's called at Army Bracelet. So, you need to look at that, and it's so simple, and it doesn't cost very much. I haven't been to the store yet to get the stuff, but I plan on doing so. They're so cute. They are. They're so cute, and they take seconds. Well, maybe not seconds, but, like, minutes to make. <laughs> and it only yeah. costs, you know, a couple of dollars, and it's not, but it, it's uniting everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing what people do. And there's so many other things. UNICEF. I mean, come on. Can we talk about Jin donating millions of dollars each month? To UNICEF. UNICEF? Can we talk about Secretly? how J-Hope, J-Hope, I love this man. J-Hope donated thousands of dollars for scholarships. Mm-hmm. I mean... What? There's so many things. Somebody bought turtles for Namji, or not turtles? Oh my God, crabs! The crab from <laughs> the the crab from um oh I can't remember the name of the museum now, but they bought it for Namjoon. Like, <laughs> I mean, animals are being saved in their. We've name. donated koalas. We've donated. We've gotten Hobie stars. Like we've. So many fan projects that does like that no one ever has done before. It really is a family, and I kind of want to shift a little bit. Can we talk about BTS at Wembley tomorrow? Oh my god! So <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk? So I don't know if anybody has seen it. Um, I shared Kara, video. I think Kara it's deleted Kara. now. Yeah, it's deleted now. It was deleted within seconds because she sent it to me, and I couldn't even get to it but i screen recorded it (laughs) she did (laughs) she screen recorded it and it was somebody was in front of the stadium and they were recording they're practicing and it was a queen song but we're not sure because they were too far back which and we don't know if it's like just them playing a song if it's um, Queen's going to be there if they're performing it themselves. We don't have that much info on it, but there is a video out there surfacing. I have the video. We will link it. We will do whatever if you guys want to see it. But this is happening and this is real. And I think what makes it even more um, questionable and exciting is the fact that and I and I don't know who, who posted that, but I guess they have made it so that nobody can go near the stadium. Yes. So, like, the stadium has been cut off completely because they don't if want people to record that. They've never done that before, so the, the fact that they're doing this now really shows the fact that something's big is going to happen. Like, there's this is going to be epic. I just, I just want to talk about the fact that BTS is just performing at Wembley in general. There you go. It's like... <laughs> Uh, I just I don't I don't even know how to handle it or I don't even think that I've really accepted the fact yet. Uh, yeah. Because Wembley is just such a historic. There you go. Historic. historic. There you go. And it's so hard to try and understand. I don't even want to say understand. What am I trying to say, Zara? I don't know. It's just, it's hard to fathom that. A group from this background is able to do what some artists can't even imagine doing. Getting the opportunity to perform at Wembley is one thing. Selling it out is another. But selling it out twice is just is, iconic. Yeah. 
and I think a lot, um, <clears throat> let's just kind of skip, or not skip, but go back a little bit. I mean, everything that they have been doing to lead up to this moment, such as America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, uh, go. SNL, um, oh my God, what Good else? Morning America. Yes, they're the, the Late Late Show, the Late Night Show, that there's just been so much leading up to this, billboards, American Music Awards. There's literally chart topping. Yes, it's just so RAA certified songs collabed <laughs> out the out the window. I just think that everything that has been leading up to this moment is going to pay off. This is. is the moment that's going to set them off. You think they're big now? They'll get even bigger. And we were talking earlier before we started this little conversation. Um, we were talking about how we feel that I think Wembley is going to be, um, the way we put it is they're right on the edge of the cliff and they've gotten all the way up to the top and this is going to be what's going to push them right off the edge and it's all going to oh, yeah. be over. They're going to be untouchable and I feel like everybody and their mother is going to know who BTS is by the end of this weekend. This will, this will set them off. They've got a whole new audience paying attention to them now because when you come to London, you come to the UK, and your your name has been mentioned with the Beatles, and you're playing at Wembley, and you're performing on Britain's Got Talent, that gets the attention of a lot of people that are diehard Beatles fans. Like, this country, Beatles, like, now that another mania has invaded, like, this is, this is crazy. Right. And it amazes me, um, and I and I know that the boys they're very humble and they they really oh yes oh they, yes they yes they really yes. don't like to be um, you know put in the same category as the Beatles because they know how big the Beatles were like they know yeah. how epic and how iconic the Beatles are, but I think in some ways I I, I feel like they're they're honored I know they're honored. Oh, yeah. And I just think that this is going to be a whole nother level of be of of the Beatles. Like, it's, it's going to be something different, but something – I don't really want to use the word better because I don't think anything could ever – I feel like they're going to top the Beatles, but I don't feel like the Beatles are going to be – unheard of overshadowed yeah. yeah 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 like i feel like there's enough room in this world and in this history of music to be the beatle mania and the bts mania yeah and i just i think that it's just it's really nice to have that level of reach i guess is what i'm trying yeah. to say and um i just I'm so excited, <laughs> and, like, <Yeah. laughs> I don't even know what else to say, except, you know, if, if you haven't seen the, haven't seen BTS in concert, it doesn't mean that, you're any less of a fan, yes, and no, no, it no, doesn't, no, no. and it doesn't matter when you started out as a fan, whether you were a fan back in 2013, or, you know, a fan, a month ago, yeah, a month ago, or even a day ago, even if you are listening to this, and this makes you say, oh, I wonder who BTS is, and you look them up, and you become a fan, that doesn't mean that you're any less of a fan, and I don't uh -huh. want people to say anything different, because I really believe that a fan is a fan, it doesn't matter you when you started, you don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, you don't have to buy their merch, you don't have to do anything like that, if you 
are in a situation where someone's like, ugh, BTS, and you're like, hey, they're actually really good. That's a fan. Yeah. You're supporting. You support them and you believe in them. That's a fan. There's so many ways to show your gratitude and your appreciation. You do that in the best way that, for you possible. Yes, and I truly believe that 100%. I do too. It doesn't matter how many albums you have or how many times you've seen them in concert or what merchandise you have. It's all about the fact that you care for them and that you appreciate their music and understand that they're trying to teach you something through their music. There you go. And I think the other thing, too, is that ARMY teaches BTS. Absolutely. And they've said it a thousand times that ARMY is literally the reason that BTS is where they are now. And I truly, truly believe that because there is there's a certain relationship between a singer or a group and their fans Mm -hmm. and we've seen it throughout the years i mean i'm 32 years old i was there when backstreet boys and nsync were you know like a big thing new kids on the block and their fans were so passionate and so loving towards them that they skyrocketed them and now bts gets to experience that and understand it and Mm -hmm. they truly believe that if it hadn't been for the fans that they wouldn't be where they are and that's what makes them so humble and I think it's a dynamic. Like, a group can only practice and put as much content out as they possibly can. It takes the people and the fans to really organize and get something together. And I think that that's one of the key points of BTS. They work hard, and so do fans. And they coincide. They definitely do. Yeah. I think <clears throat> any, any artist, whether it be music or a actor or mm-hmm. even a painter anybody that has support from fans mm-hmm. can feel that energy and it helps them become and be a better person or a better artist yeah. and i think that's where the dynamic is now on the subject of fans can we just like really quick talk about fan wars okay. and, I, and I don't mean like in depth but I just mean for example I just wish that people if somebody doesn't like BTS or uh-huh. somebody doesn't like that they're on a show or whatever yeah. instead of engaging and being mean just tell them what BTS has done for you Either that or ignore it and yeah. just stream persona. There you go. <laughs> stream persona. Make Namjoon our president. <laughs> Get, yeah. Put in your votes, ladies. Put in your ballot. <laughs> I just, I, I really, really always want to speak about this. And, and there's been a lot of times that I have posted on, on something and just, you know, not really gone off, but just tried to explain people, like, I don't understand why you have to be so negative because... Mm-hmm. BTS teaches you to love yourself, love others, yeah. and, you know, so instead of engaging in, in that stuff, be kind to one another, I guess is what I mm-hmm. want to say. <laughs> I just, I'm, I just personally want to say that 
if it hadn't been for BTS, mm-hmm. and Sarah, you and I have talked about this before. We have. So I'm going to get emotional for a second. <laughs> so I just want to tell everybody my story. Mm-hmm. Because I want people to understand what we mean by BTS saves people. Life-changing, yeah. I lost my mother in 2011. Mm -hmm. And I was a fan of K-pop in 2011. Um, You were. It was Big Bang and Psy. Mm -hmm. But in 2011, I lost my mom. And I became extremely depressed. And it got to a point where I didn't know who I was. And I didn't know Mm -hmm. how to handle my depression or the fact that I lost my mother. And in 2013, when BTS debuted, um, right before they debuted, I actually tried to commit suicide by taking sleeping pills. My husband found me, and I went into a rehab for two weeks. When I got out of rehab, it was right before BTS debuted. And... I was on medication for depression, and I was learning to cope with not having my mother. And BTS debuted, and their songs and their messages and just them in general, how crazy they are and how funny they are and, you know, how they interacted with fans and things like that really helped me to understand that there are people in the world that are willing to love you no matter how broken you really are. Mm-hmm. Because and of, they've created a family yes, with that. They really you can did. go to other armies. They really did. And after that, after learning them and becoming a fan, I can proudly say that by 2014, I was no longer on depression medicine. I was no longer having suicidal thoughts. I was happy again, I was smiling, I was laughing, everything seemed to be okay, and since 2014, it's been five years, and I haven't had any relapses, I haven't been sad, I haven't tried anything, I have learned to love myself, I have learned to speak myself, and I have learned to create a family within the fandom there you go and that is what i mean by bts saves you and there's so many other people out there with the stories you see it on the news when they're interviewing people you see so much that bts really helps somebody learn that it's okay to be different it's okay to Mm -hmm. be sad when you need to be sad but that the one rule is that you are you and that's okay that's okay yes yeah and if you take nam june's speech from the uf or from the unicef from the un Mm -hmm. and he says it doesn't matter what gender you are it doesn't matter what color you are be yourself just speak yourself yes and I just, I love hearing people's stories, and I've heard a few stories over the years um, that people post up, and it's just so Mm -hmm. amazing to see that it's not just me. It wasn't wasn't just me. I wasn't the only one that, that went through something, and, you know, 
it's just it's absolutely amazing and what makes it even better is so many people are are joining the fandom that you wouldn't even believe yeah you know like you're right celebrities and the youtubers the youtubers are reaction youtubers i mean brist yes brist life cameron uh just all the last jay every single one of them every single mm-hmm. one of them have learned something from bts as well and they yep. have also shown and shaped other people's lives there you go it's just it's amazing what what that one group can create in an effect yeah and I've done it. it it's just it's it's perfect it really mm-hmm. is i didn't go through anything like you katie but in 2017 I was in a very toxic relationship. It was not good for a young, impressionable teenage girl who was just beginning to understand who she was and is still understanding herself now. But I got broken up with, and it really, really affected me. I thought, why doesn't he love me anymore? Love, quotation marks. Why... Why is this happening? Why me? Why did I go through this? And I was cheated on, but I didn't really come to my senses until a couple months after that. And I just kept thinking to myself, it's, it's, it was fake. Like, why, why me? Why this? Why was, there you go. That actually (laughs) happened. It did. I, I went through this stage of we were meant to be together. We're not supposed to be apart. Blah, 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 like DNA. That's when I became a fan. I became a fan in the DNA era. And 2017, November 19th, was their AMA performance. And that was the night I was broken up with. And I was a fan in June, but it really, really hit home in November. And by May, when Fake Love rolled around, I began to realize, hey, He's a piece of trash. That was all fake. I got angry and I went through like I needed I need to know myself and I need to get to learn how I am and then August rolls around. Answer comes out. You can't stop me loving myself. And I began to love myself again and I began to like really figure out what I'm supposed to do. And I really went through the journey with them through these albums and it really helped me reconnect with myself and like in a, in a span of a year from August when I got cheated on to the following August when I really started to love myself again and it's all because of BTS and you know what can we just talk just a minute about how you how BTS help your health can we talk yeah. about that? So, not just you, but me as well. And mm-hmm. BTS made me want to be a better person. And I lost Absolutely. 200 pounds. Guys, I will be honest with you guys. I weighed 430 pounds back in 2017. I now weigh 228 pounds. 
I lost 200 pounds because BTS made me feel like I deserved better. I wanted to Thank be better. And I know, Sarah, you went through something similar. I did. And it's just- I was 220. Now I am 167. And that's just amazing because it just, it makes you, although, you know, Sarah, I just want to say, I feel like you're a beanpole now because you're so tall. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're like this straight up beanpole now. I'm, yes. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but these videos of Jungkook exercising get my butt out of bed. <laughs> I think I, they would get him, anybody's butt out of bed. There you go. Him boxing and the swimming and just, it motivated me because they were so happy and I wanted to be happy again. And I started practicing the things that they did. And I, I finally started taking care of myself and only myself. Mm, amen. Jesus. I it, just... it really, man. I love it. I love everything that they do. They do so much for people. They do. And I, I wish that we, just Army in general, could come together and create one massive, and, you know, maybe it's something that we could try and get started because I feel like if we could create one massive video mm-hmm. of BTS armies sharing their stories and sending it to the boys. Now, I know that Nam June has said before that he has read the stories. He has read your guys' stories on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram about what they have done, and it moves him. I wish uh-huh. that they could understand what it is that we have gone through and know that because of their music and because of who they are and because of what they teach – we have all learned something about ourselves and have become a better person because of it. I think so, too. And looking at from their point of view, as an artist, I think the most important thing that someone wants is to make a difference. They want to influence people. And I think that they've done that. They've really been able to take their feelings and emotions, and they've been open and honest about this. They share their stories to help us form ours. Exactly. They, Their depression. They, I mean, for, for God's sakes, they uh, teach us literature. and They do. He references the stars, the moon, yes. poems, movies. All of that stuff. And it's creating a world where people know so much. Perfect example. Everybody I share and all the time, I have a 12, almost 12-year-old 12 little girl. She is the apple of my eye, but my child, my 11-year-old child, knows more about the world and about books and mythology. She is trying, she goes to the library and takes out books on mythology because of Dionysus. I love Greek mythology, by the way. Oh, I do too. Good stuff. Good stuff. She has been learning Korean that she can carry on a conversation. She can sing. Sarah, you've heard her. She can sing I have. a song. And Girl can rap can. too. She can rap it. She can, she can rap it. And it amazes me because she's cultured. 
She's an 11-year-old cultured child. And you don't see that very much anymore. And I don't mean that to be rude to anybody else. I'm not, you know, calling anybody out. I'm not saying that you're a bad parent. I'm not saying anything. But the fact that BTS can create a cultured child. In a learning environment. Yes. Even if it's just one at a time, that's saying something. And I don't know how many videos we've seen on on Twitter of, you know, like the, the little, the little kids, they're, they're dancing to the choreography, they're singing, they're, you know, um, they're just so much, there's so much, you've got BTS covers, you've got, you know, there's so much things going on, and it's children. Paintings, drawings, um, all of these events, and you have people donating to charities and starting organizations, and their impact has been nominal. Like it just, it's not, it's not something that just happens. Exactly. And I feel like I wish, in my opinion, I wish that somebody would sit down and interview the fans so that we could explain to them what it is that BTS has done for this world. Because all you hear is, well, who do you want to collaborate? Who's your celebrity, celebrity crush? Celebrity? Who's the worst at, um, who messes up choreography? We don't want to hear that. We want to hear, we want to what hear what's going through their head. Yes. Yes. What inspired you to write this, this song? What inspired you to write this album? What inspired Love Yourself campaign? What inspired Speak Yourself? What inspired UNICEF? There is just so much that you, that we want to know and we don't we don't get it. You know what? I want to be a journalist. I'll start a company and I'll go ask them my own self. Okay, but you got to take me with you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll take you with me. Right. And on another note, you said about writing songs. There's a video of RM literally talking about how he wrote Spring Day. He said he sat on a park bench and looked around. He started saying, leaves are falling, leaves are falling. And that's how he created the song. What kind of genius do you have to be? Oh, and Mono. And that song. Mono. Mono was created when he was depressed and down on his luck. And he thought the whole world hated him. Yeah. And he created one of the best solo albums I have heard in a very long time. He also wrote Singularity after he got out of the hospital for his nose. Oh, can we just talk about the choreography for Singularity for about five seconds? Girl, <laughs> let me tell you. That geez. stuff is intense. When they added the bed and everything, girl, mm. I, oh, anyway. Okay, there's our back, five back seconds. To <laughs> um, August D. August there you D. Go. Can I just? Can we get another August D album? I want August D back. A to the G to the U to the S T D. Let me tell you what. To hear my eleven-year-old rap that song <laughs> is one of the greatest things I think I have ever heard in my entire life. I love it. Now, mind you, she can't sing it as fast as he can, but she can try. <laughs> she can try. She will succeed. She is amazing. So their albums, and I can I just say that um, Jimin's Promise, oh. Taehyung's Scenery. Oh my goodness. Like, there we go. Serendipity, by far, Perfection. will always be my absolute favorite. I, and 
Don't anybody come at me for this one. But Serendipity will always be my favorite solo song ever. My second favorite, however, is Epiphany. Mine's between Euphoria and Epiphany. Epiphany makes me cry just about every single time I listen to that. Every time. Because I know that means a lot to Jane because he went through so much during debut. And he did. Come on. He all did. And can I also just say I miss Mochi Cheeks? Yes, we do. I miss Mochi Cheeks. (laughs) Like, can he just get fat in his face again? We need a little more chub. We, yeah, we, we need chub there. Like, I just just, I, just... just a little bit. I mean, I love him how he is. Everybody on my Twitter knows that Chimmin is my bias, but I oh, miss yes, those mochi cheeks. <laughs> I want to squeeze them, and I want to kiss them, and I want to... <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, sorry. Can go back. I'm okay. It's all right. She's back on earth, you guys. It's going to be all right. <laughs> I'm back. Anyway. Okay. I just... Seeing them grow up, I guess for me it's. Can't wait, let's talk about that for a second. This y'all, this woman right here witnessed fifteen-year-old Jungkook to now almost twenty-two-year-old Jungkook. I she has watched him grow up. I absolutely can't tell you how proud I am of the men that they have become from seeing them. Not just Jungkook, but all of them. Every single one of them. Seeing them debut. Like when that, oh, when that um, uh, teaser came out, the this new one, and then uh-huh. as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my god, because I it's remember, I remember when that came out the very first time, and I got all excited because it was in English. <laughs> And a new group. And I was like, oh, oh maybe they speak some English. You know, like, I got, I'll be honest. I was very excited. I was like, oh, maybe they speak English. Like, you know, maybe we'll get a couple songs in English. You know, so, I mean, but just to see them go, come from that to who and where they are today is one of the best things in the world. It is mm-hmm. a whole mood. So anybody that's been there since debut, and I know that there are people out there, tell me that you you. don't feel the same. Like, thank you for being a fan. Thank you for supporting them from the very beginning. Because let me tell you. Thank you for paying attention. Yes, it really made a difference. So all of us that have been fans from day one, you helped create who they are. Yes, clap, man. Clap, clap, clap. And all the fans that are fans of them now, like Sarah and everybody else, you are what's pushing them over the edge, and I appreciate every single one of you, and I love every single one of you. Everything that you guys have done collectively is just astounding. And if you think about their perspective again, me and Katie were talking about this, can you imagine how they feel looking back then? I know they don't really talk about it in depth that much, but I wish that they would about how they feel now. Like they've always say, Oh, it's just, it's unimaginable. I want more. I want, I mean, I want them I to really imagine, explain. Yes. Because I can only imagine, like, I remember watching the damn show of them walking around LA saying, here, come to our show. It's free. It's free. You know, K-pop. You know, like, yeah. I can't even 
in my mindset, like if it was me, Sarah, if it was me, I could not imagine what kind of a feeling that would be to realize that back in 2014, you were begging people to come see you. I think that's why they cry at concerts because they like it hits them. They look at the crowd and they see how many people really love them truly. Yes. And I really do because they only, what was it? I think they, a couple thousand? Their first I think it was, it was 2000 or something like that. 2000, something like that, yeah. And here they are selling out 90,000 stadiums. 90,000 people. Let's go. Come on. (laughs) And then you know what makes it even better is the fact that they are performing in front of 90,000 people. However, just so everybody knows, me and my girl Sarah are going to be watching it live stream on V Live for tomorrow. There you go. Because not only is it 90,000, but I don't even want to know how many people bought it. Could if you- they're broadcasting this event live for ever, as many people as they possibly can to see, it, come on. Come on. They care about us. And back to the perspective part. I want a three and a half hour interview with Bang PD. Yes. Oh my God. That girl, man you knows it. everything. I want the dirt. I want the behind the scenes. We've gotten a million Bang Tan bombs, but I want to know when they, I want to know everything. What made him choose these seven people? What made him choose the hip hop? What's, What's the creative process like? What's with the videos, the the theory? Why did How you take did a he... chance on seven boys when you were facing bankruptcy? Why? Like what Why? Made How? You believe... What does it feel like to be a billionaire now? I want to know. Your company makes more money with now, used to be one, now two artists. They make more money than every other oh, Korean label combined. Three artists. Don't forget they have a soloist. Who? Oh. You had to ask me that because I don't remember his name. We will look it up and we will get back. I will look it up right now. You keep okay. talking. I'm looking it up right now. All I right. know his name. It's going to bug me until I know it. They, I want to get to know Bang PD. We, I, I know the fandom kind of like portrays him as a meme and kind of pokes their fun. But he's actually a brilliant businessman. He knows Lee Hunt. marketing. Lee huh? Hunt. Lee Hyun Hyun. Lee Hyun. Okay. That's his name. He's a solo okay. artist. I All right. apologize for not knowing his name. That's my bad. I apologize for not knowing they had a third artist. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning. We're learning. Okay. And producers. Let's go with. Okay. Let's. I, okay. <sighs> no, we no, know no. these. Wait, yes. wait, wait. I want. I want an exclusive with. Uh, um, Sajin. Manager Sajin. Manager, yes. I want an entire I want to know exclusive. about the people behind BTS. Like, let's get producers. Let's get stylists. Let's get videographers. Let's get choreographers. Let's. I want Supreme Boy and Adora to pop off. Yes. Right here, right now. So, big hit, BTS, and everybody else, if you are listening to this, if somehow, by God's grace, you hear this, I want exclusive content. From everybody that works a big head. I do too. I want to know. I want Bang PD. <laughs> I just, I want... Like, I know that he's explained some of the stuff. Like, okay, so 
<coughs> maybe some of the newer fans might not know this. Yeah. But I remember, and I'm sure people are either learning about it or already know about it, Rookie Kings. Rookie Kings, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> they used to have PDNM on there all the time. Yeah. So, what happened? Why? Why do we not have them anymore? Exactly. I want to know this. I need to know this. Like, I need to know why we don't have him on there anymore and why he doesn't, you know, like, I don't know. He's very quiet. He is very quiet. And, you know, actually, that, like, I... there's been a yeah. lot of talk about him again with this. Um, did you see the, the whole scandal thingy? With the woman? Yeah, but this was, like, a while yeah. ago, and it, like, resurfaced. Can we just talk about why people are bringing this shit up again? Can I it doesn't matter. Language, but, listen, people, it's done, it's over, they weren't dating, they literally were just standing next to each other and somebody took a picture, get over it, move on, okay, please. Oh my god, they didn't even look at each other, up oh, they're dating, yep, that's how- I know. Ugh. Mm. I also just want to slightly touch on the fact that BTS girls. B- BTS doesn't even get a scandal. <laughs> B- exactly. <laughs> I swear. These companies try to, like, Dispatch tries to get pictures and tries to get something fancy. They get a hit or a lead, and it's literally both of them, probably in wigs, going to a 7 Eleven. Yes. They're never apart. And I find it so funny because they're trying to find some kind of a scandal, like, oh, BTS's Jin was seen with blah, 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 and could there be a rumor of dating? Like, come on, really? And it's just RM in a wig? Yes. Like, like, I really want them to do that just so I can be like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Boo-boo the fool. And it's just, oh, no, we need to have um, Yoongi dressed up as a female again. Oh, I need Yoongi back. Yep, yes. let's get it. Yoongi needs to come back. We need We need it. We need her. We, we definitely do. We do. Saving Grace right there. Speaking of that, we're going back to singularity choreography. Was okay. it just me, or did somebody else think that there was a girl actually touching him at the very beginning until you realized that it was his arm? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh. And then I was like, Wait. what? <laughs> and I, ooh. So I, I love that they, and, okay, the highlight reel. Oh. I so think they included women. Yes, I was very impressed with that. And two of them were members of M now ISTE. Yes, yes. And um I just I I still don't really I guess maybe it's just me and maybe cuz like conspiracy theories really hurt my Oh, let me get me started about the conspiracy theories. But is it just me or do I still not really understand the highlight reels? I understand to a certain extent. There's so many theories and opinions and thoughts and ideas. I really don't know what's going on. I would really love if Autumn would just write a book explaining. I think the webtoon helped somewhat. It did. And the notes helped. But I really, it just, it kind of made it worse because now I had even more questions. Yes. They just need to make a movie. A movie, yes. Like, after Kim Tae-hung, after Kim Seok-jin. Yes, 
they just need to make an entire video. Petition for Kim to say how to get another drama role. Yes, exactly. We need and, it. Um, so, you know, now we can go into, um, before we end this, I just want to express how much I want to see V in another drama. And Sarah, you Let's and I talked it. about this. We in have, detail. most of the time. Like, um, after the newest BTS run episode, like, seeing him even in a funny acting. <laughs> Boy can <laughs> act. Yes, he can. And he needs, oh, God, he needs a... So whoever is listening to this, if you own a company or you are writing a drama, you if you need got connections to cast him in a hit him drama. up. I know he's busy, but like we need to get this thing rolling. And At least is, the script. Yes, yes, and he seriously needs his own part. Like he needs to be the front. The lead me man. Yes. Because I just I want to see V and in a drama again so bad he was so good so good yeah and i just i want to end this in the note of remember that bts loves you truly they want you to love yourself and they want you to speak up and be yourself don't be afraid to speak out against whatever violence against injustice yes anything anything that it is that is what this is about speaking yourself being your own person and don't be afraid to have a voice yes showing that you have a voice that is if there's anything that you learn from bts is that you have a voice and you are your own person no matter who you are no matter what color you are no matter what your gender identity is always always speak yourself always so that was a good way to end it go katie yes this is our end so we're gonna say goodbye and um i just want everybody to know that we decided to do this just on a whim so i apologize that it was so long but i was so happy to talk about it yeah comment if you want more like we'll do this weekly yes i have no (laughs) problems doing this because we talk on a daily basis anyway so it's not a big deal but if you want to talk about something even if it's about you know, somebody else other than BTS because... Give us topics. Yes. Sarah and I are multi-fandom. So, you know, if you want us to talk about somebody else, we can talk about somebody else. If you want us to talk about a certain thing, um, you know, give us a topic. Tell us what you think. What? A podcast. A podcast. There you go. We can have a Twitter podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, I just want everybody to know I love you. Love you. Everybody that's going to Wembley Stadium tomorrow. Have fun. Be safe. Glue down your hair, ladies. (laughs) Have a great time. Enjoy it. And just remember that you are going to witness something iconic and that you get to be a part of that. So, (laughs) Anya.